When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Toronto Fantasy Football Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? You are watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm your man, Smitty. And we're here to break down all of the day's News, notes, predictions, rankings, phone calls, voicemails, you name it. Ron Navy just got Joe Burrow in round eight in a best ball underdog draft. You gotta be out of your mind. Where's your mashed potatoes? God. We're, bur- we're, burrowing. we're gonna burrow people left and right all year long. Round eight, Ron. Round eight. Guys, go on over to Underdog Fantasy using promo code SMITTY and, and play best ball and do what Ron just did. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, round seven, eight, round six, seven, eight, nine. It's crazy. It's crazy. There's a lot of crazy things going on today. Promo code SMITTY. And in fact, I'm going to leave that link to Underdog Fantasy in the chat right now. I'm going to pin it real quick so you can get there. Plus, if you go on over there and do your minimum $10 deposit, sign up and get ready using that link in the live chat or the link in the description if you're watching the replay. Promo code SMITTY. You'll be ready to go for when we do best ball drafts, and we might do a draft tonight. We're doing a draft tonight. To the moon. Underdog to the moon. Let's go. So, man, we got we got some news. Um, Is that music level okay? Right, right there. I'm going to adjust it right there. So, Kenneth Walker, there's news right here that uh, Pete Car- Carroll said on Thursday that uh, the Seahawks and Pete Carroll would feel comfortable with second-round rookie Kenneth Walker as the three-down back. And, you know, this is this is not new information to us. We know this to be true. We know this to be factual. This is facts right here. You look up three-down back in the dictionary, it's got a picture of Kenny Walker standing right there with his arms crossed saying... What were you expecting? <laughs> Kenny Walker's a three-down back. I hate to break it to people that think, oh, he didn't catch the football. But Smitty, but Smitty, he didn't catch the football in college. He was a little busy running for 150 and 200 yards. Not to mention the team didn't ask him to do it. It wasn't the way they wanted to operate using Kenneth Walker. They wanted to run the heck out of the guy. And if anybody thinks Kenneth Walker can't be and every down back. If anybody thinks Kenneth Walker can't be a good receiving back in the NFL, I question your ability to identify it. Why? Because he's the best back in the college football atmosphere coming out the last five years in terms of navigating open space. Okay? This guy went in open space. Whether he's running to the outside, finds a... a a situation where there's a defender here, defender here, defender here. Most running backs 
just go initiate contact. This man, like a magnet, gravitates to the open space on the field, finds a way to go not only north and south, but east and west, northeast, northwest. This dude is all over the field, watches film. There's nobody that navigates open space and goes to an open plane naturally, instinct, driving this guy all over the field like Kenneth Walker. Watch the film. And that is the number one thing I look for when I try and identify if a player is going to be a good PPR fantasy football player. And I've been doing this, I've been doing this 20 years. And when you see Kenny Walker navigating around open space, you see Kenny Walker making multiple people miss. You see Kenny Walker just an abs- absolute yardage machine once he gets past the line of scrimmage. You got to ask yourself, okay, are these the makings of an elite PPR running back? The answer is yes. The only thing he's got to do is have hands. Can he catch the ball? He can catch the ball fine. I have footage on my Instagram of the dude catching the football just fine. He just had a combine where he would have been the best player at the combine if Brees Hall hadn't been the best player at the combine. These two guys had a phenomenal combine. Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker's combine was overshadowed by Brees Hall just being a little bit better. And Kenneth Walker had an amazing combine. Both these guys showcase. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSC. Their hands. Kenneth Walker can catch. He wasn't asked to catch the football in college. That's the only thing. Navigating open space. Being dangerous in open space. Knowing what to do with the football. When he's on the outside, what what else would you need to know other than can he catch the football? Then he's going to be a good PPR back. He's a three-down back. And you know what? Okay, what Rashad Penny, Smitty, Rashad Penny, he's played so good last year. Seahawks, Pete Carroll said Rashad Penny is feeling a little better after his groin tightness. It's Kenneth Walker's Now, we don't want to jump ahead of ourselves here, put the cart before the horse, similar to the Melvin Gordon injury. Melvin Gordon suffering an injury. It's just a a small issue at the moment, according to reports. I'll talk about that in a minute. But these two old dogs, Penny and Gordon, Penny's not an old, old dog. Russian Collusion with the Super Chat. Russian Collusion says, Smitty, sent latest puppy, Three, smoking draft. Okay, I'm going to look at that Russian. We'll pull that up in one second. Appreciate your super chat, young man. Thanks for the super chat. Giddy up. Collusion in the house. Collusion! I'm going to try hitting that button on each super chat. You guys deserve it, okay? I need to start being more appreciative to you people. I work for you, Collusion. Um, Look, Melvin Gordon and Penny aren't going away. These two injuries are small, but they are a harbinger of things to come for these running backs. Penny is an injury-prone running back that has had a lot of time to prove himself, and he looked very good at the end of the year. But if you listen to what Pete Carroll said, and Ron Navy and I talked about this, we talked about this on the other show, 
Pete Carroll was excited. Ron Ron left me a voice message saying, Smitty, did you see, did you see or hear the tone of voice in Pete Carroll when he talked about Kenneth Walker and how he kind of talked about the past when he talked about Penny? He's like, yeah, Penny did really good last year. So Penny is great last year. We liked Penny last year. Penny's bringing a lot of momentum from last year. We love Kenny Walker. <laughs> Kenny Walker can do it all. Kenny Walker to the moon. To the moon. You know what I'm saying, Broskis? That's how he, he talked about him. It's a whole different vibe. I'm not saying Penny won't be the guy in the beginning of the year. I'm not saying we won't have a report tomorrow where order of questioning. Hey, Pete Carroll. This is how, this is how people run with news and, and make a big mess out of it in the fantasy space. Do you like Rashad Pay? This is uh, Smitty from uh, Take a Lap Times. I have a question. This is all it takes. This is all it takes to break bad news so that all you start scrambling out there, worried about this, worried about that, worried about this, worried about Smitty. Did you hear about the timeshare? Smitty, did you hear about the pitch count for Javante Williams? So, Smitty, what do we do? Do we sell him? Do we sell- Are you jumping ship? Or better yet, conclusions are drawn. But here it is. This is Smitty from Take a Lap Times. Is Rashad White actually good enough to be a starter? Here's Pete Carroll. You know, uh, Rashad White, we have a lot of confidence in Rashad White. He is an absolute good running back that's capable of being a lead dog on any team in the NFL. I got your back, uh, Rashad. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Interview done. Guess what newswires do? Pete Carroll says Penny is a lead dog. And everybody starts running with it. You guys have to realize you got to read between the lines. Read between the lines. Pete, this is Smitty from Take a Lap Times. Let's go to let's go to the alternate universe. Smitty from Take a Lap Times. Can Kenneth Walker be an every down back for you? Let me tell you about Kenny Walker. We drafted this kid for a reason. He could be an every down back for any team in this league. Does anybody not see how order of... This is why I studied psychology. It's why your boy Smitty brings psychology to the show. Is because the human condition, the way the mind operates, the way everybody takes something and packages it up and then sends it out to more people, more minions that just take it, they grab it and hand it to 10 more people, they take it and hand it to 15 more people. Before you know it, you either have a... Pete Carroll just said that Kenneth Walker's a starter when he didn't even say that. Or Pete Carroll said that Penny's an every down back. He didn't even say that. Hey, this is Smitty from Take a Lap Times. Uh, yeah, um, OC and Hackett. Uh, can you guys tell me, are you going to run Javante Williams into the ground? Uh, no, we're probably going to have them on a, a pitch count, you know, to keep them both healthy. Look, Javante's the tackle. Oh, cut it there. Cut it there. He just said pitch count. Everybody, gather up. We're going to start spreading the news all over the place. There's a pitch count. There's a pitch count in Denver. What did they say about? I don't know. I didn't listen. I just heard pitch count. I ran out of the room with my little notebook, and we're going to go report on it. Pitch count. Pitch count. Let's look up pitch count in the dictionary. Hold on. Hold on, we've got uh, we've got the world book, world book. Okay, We're, we've got the P book for P. Pitch count. 
pitch count. Pitch count means 50-50 split in Denver. Javante season's on hold, everyone. That's what everybody took from that. I love news. This is why I have a news show. So I could come on and interpret it for you. So I could come on and give you my news. Because I feel like my news, while biased at times, I admit, sure. But my my news is going to be a little bit more digested and dissected than a report from even a beat writer that is going to literally have their snippet taken out of context. Even this, like I'm immediately telling you that people are DMing me saying, uh, Penny's, you know, injured right now. We don't know. Penny might not be that hurt. He might, this might be a harbinger to think of things to come. Like I said, what I do know is I have a particular, what I do have is a particular set of skills, skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. I will find you for shot Penny. I will look for you. I will find you and I will bench you for Kenneth Walker. What I do know is that through my years of accumulating historical data, pattern recognition, watching things unfold in front of my very eyes for 20 straight years professionally, am I wrong? Absolutely. Okay? Give Clyde Edwards a lair another chance. <laughs> am I wrong? Sure. I can miss stuff. I miss stuff all the time. We all do. If I didn't miss anything, I wouldn't be here. I'd be sitting in Vegas in a chair with a bucket of peanuts betting on the same you know, I'll betting game after game after game. We're none of us are gonna be a hundred percent, but what we do have here on the show, what your boy Smitty does have, is an ability to recognize patterns. I fin- I got a ninety-nine percent on my demolitions test for the army. Okay? I didn't enlist because I I decided I'm here for you. I work for you. I can't be in the army. I got a ninety-nine percent on my pattern recognition. Your boy Smitty senses. That Penny and Melvin Gordon are on a fast track for injury. Is it 100%? No. Just like you could walk up to a roulette wheel and put $1,000 down on number four. And I'm going to tell you not to do it because the odds are extremely against it. Could I be wrong? Absolutely. Are you going to look at me and, and hate my guts if you don't put the money down and you roll a four? Absolutely. But the nature of what we do here today... And every day moving forward is try and make the best guesstimated, estimated decision we can. And when you look at a player like Penny, who has a pattern of disappointment, you look at a player like Melvin Gordon, who's older and has mileage and low yards per carry and a running back that is the number one running back in the NFL on a lot of different metrics that you look at behind him. The writing's on the wall. This was like when Saquon Barkley last year, everybody said, you're not drafting Saquon, but Smitty, you're not drafting Saquon for week one. Okay, what are you drafting him for then, Bob? Because he's not ready. I mean, you're you're drafting him for for week probably four. Okay, let's talk about some week four. Smitty, it's week four. Uh, But Smitty, you're not drafting Saquon necessarily for week four. Okay, what are you drafting him for, Bob? Well, we're not sure yet, but we believe it's for the future. It's for the coming weeks. This guy's a t- this guy could be a top five running back, Smitty. Saquon Barkley. Okay, week twelve. What are we doing? <laughs> How's it looking? Same thing with Mike Thomas. We're not drafting Mike Thomas for. What do we draft? What do we even? What do we even say here? What do we draft Mike Thomas for? 
because he used to be amazing, Smitty. <laughs> he caught a pass in practice. He leaped up, caught a pass, and a beat writer said, Mike Thomas looks like he used to look, I think. Is there contact? No. <laughs> Was there a lot of hard hitting? Go no. Was he wearing one of those poofy padded helmets to make it look like they're all uh, Tech Mobile uh, season one uh, people on the field? Yeah. Did you think it was a Pop Warner clip when you glanced at it because of those puffy little helmet things? Yeah. So, so, so basically, Mike Thomas leaped up, caught one catch, and we think he's back. <laughs> Pattern recognition. Pattern recognition. I partly like this comment, partly don't. I like Herbert more than Kenneth Walker. At least we've seen him in action. This is a weird comment, Omar. It's a weird comment because you know who likes Kenneth. You know, you know who likes Khalil Herbert. We love Khalil Herbert. In fact, I got a little something to show you for people that have been away from the show for a while. The Moon Man dropping loads in outer space. Space Monsters. Yeah, Space Monsters indeed. There's a little guy peeking down there in the corner. I don't really know who that is. Anybody know who that is? Does anybody know who's peeping down in the corner? Who is that? Who is that little moon man? Who's the guy that snuck onto the back of the shuttle in the cargo bay? Who's the guy that didn't get invited? We're overloaded. We only have food for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve people. This is a twelve-man mission to to the moon. There's no there's no additional room for somebody. And who snuck onto the cargo bay at the bottom right corner? That's now going to the moon. Who did it? Who took the initiative? Anybody know? It's Khalil Herbert. Khalil Higgity Herbert is on the, the shuttle to the moon. Now, I like your comment in a sense, okay, Omar, but let's not compare Kenneth Walker to Khalil. They're they're two different people. Look, look, look at the look at the difference here. The moon man dropping loads in outer space. Walker is he's got a full front row seat on the on the shuttle to the moon. Space moon says. So so I like your comment in one respect, but let's not get carried away. Love Khalil Herbert. Get ready. Board up. Board up. Get ready. Buckle up. Get your popcorn ready. Get your your soda pop ready. Get your refills. Sit down. Kick your feet up. Get ready for the Khalil Herbert show. Get ready for the Kenneth Walker show. Maybe Kenneth Walker won't get unleashed. We know that Pete Carroll loves him. Okay, they drafted him. They drafted offensive linemen and Kenny Walker consuming their first three picks. They want to run the football. They ran the football very well last year. Yeah, I'm a little worried about the offense. Okay, that's already packaged into all the risk we've been talking about. Kenny Walker's going around seven, eight, nine. Uh Ron, where are you drafting? Where are you seeing Kenny Walker in the puppy drafts right now on Underdog Fantasy, which you can go to by clicking the link that's pinned in the description and the link that is in or in the description and also pinned in the live chat. Use promo code SMITTY. They will match up to $100 on your first deposit if you're brand new. 100 buckaroos they will match on your first deposit if you go to Underdog 
fantasy using promo code Smitty. Link in live chat, link in description. Ron, I need to know where you're seeing Kenny Walker on the regular because Ron Navy is in almost every single puppy draft that I can gather. I bet you jump in a puppy draft right now, you'll see a a, a picture of Ron Navy in the draft. But I want to know where you're seeing him. My guess is he's still, as of last night and the night before, going at 8, you know, 8-9. Absolutely love Kenny Walker. So sorry, Smitty. Just my personal opinion, not trying to confront your arguments on Walker. Bro, Omar, take a lap for, for apologizing for taking a stance on the show. Omar, you weren't taking a lap until now. Now you're apologizing for having an opinion, Omar. Take a lap. You're fine, Omar. You never have to apologize. We're going to disagree, too. Like, just because I'm going after, you know, that topic doesn't mean I'm going after you. Ron Nace, so no, no more apologies, Omar. Okay? We don't need that up in here. You're my boy, Blue. Nine or ten, I'll take him an eight if I know he won't be there. That's exactly where my mind frame's at. I'm not waiting around. I'm not getting cute dancing around when he may not actually last. I'm taking this man, Kenny Walker, to the moon with me. I'm not letting somebody else take him to the dance up in the moon. Why would I let someone else take Kenny Walker to the ball when I can secure it in round eight? Problem blessed dropping a super chat. Yo, Smitty. Uh, Do the... Fantasy football show, let's ride. Do the fantasy football show, let's ride. You mean let him fly. Let him fly. Kenny Walker? You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. Let him fly. Let him fly, Pete. Just let him fly. I'm okay with a little bit of Penny in the beginning. They do a 60-40 split. Maybe even 50-50. Maybe it's even 55 Penny, 45. Or even, you know... 50-50 or whatever. I don't I don't I don't care. Cause I know this man right here named Kenneth Walker is going to drop massive points all over the field. All the, the anytime he's given an opportunity, he's gonna look fantastic. He's gonna look efficient. He's gonna be great in space. Absolutely love him. I don't care if it's 50-50 in the beginning. If anything, I still have a few drafts left. You guys still have a lot of drafts left. Majority of my followers have not drafted yet in their redraft leagues because it is August 11th and usually drafts are heavy in the tw- in the, the, the 20s and even into the first week of September. So, you know, part of me is rooting for an early Walker unleashing party, like an announcement like Penny. Uh, and I'm not wishing injury upon anybody, but honestly, this Penny injury, this groin, they sh- should probably just amputate the, the the groin area or at least one of the legs just to be safe just to be safe um and 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 so i don't i don't want this to happen early so that my people can't take advantage i'm not scared of penny long term i'm not scared penny doesn't frighten me i almost enjoy the penny fear the phantom fear the phantom threat because it drives down Walker's value and I'm not scared of Penny. So why would I not want the discount with a little bit of uncertainty at the beginning? Same thing with Javante. Like I'm not really wishing for Melvin Gordon. First of all, I don't want anybody to get hurt. I'm not wishing injury upon anybody. Make that very clear. Thank you for these super chats. Jeremy and Russian collusion. Let me drop these on screen. I'll get to them in one second. I'm not wishing injury upon anybody. But what I'm saying is if I believe injury is inevitable... If I believe that the starters are just so much more advanced in every category, 
I'm not worried about it. I'm okay with Javante being held back a little bit in the beginning if I know ultimately he's going to be a number one, number two, number three, number four, number five overall running back in 2022. You heard me right. If you're new to the show, did he just say top one to five running back for Javante? But Smitty, here's new Steven2576 on YouTube. It's brand new. We've never seen him before in my life, but he shows up in my comments tomorrow on this video. And, and the individual's going to say, Smitty, Smitty, it's at best of 50. Like, they're enlightening me. Like, oh, thank God Steven's here. I've only had a show up for, this is what, the fourth year on YouTube. We go live every single day. I'm live like six hours a day. Steven, I had no idea that there was a projected 50-50. <laughs> you know, like... I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't know that I want Javante's value up yet. I don't know if I want Walker's value up yet. I'm not scared of Melvin Gordon. I'm not scared of Rashad Penny, no matter how it starts off. Okay, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And I'm ready to rumble. I'm ready to rumble behind the man that's covered up by Jeremy and collusion right in front of his face. How disrespectful. There he is. Kenneth Walker. This man right here is going to the moon, and I'm here for it. Appreciate you. Uh, Jeremy says, Mo Ali Cox, top 10 tight end. I mean, that's bold. I don't mind boldness. Go Be your bad self. Do do what you do. Do you. Um, I like him. I do like him. I think he's kind of a sleeper, to be honest. But I don't know about top 10. Let's, let's, let's calm down a little bit. Uh, collusion just got him at 9.3 in the last puppy three draft collusion got kenneth walker look at look at nola nola with a big super chat nola just got him at 9.3 i love getting kenny walker in eight or nine just unbelievable it's like christmas it's like early christmas uh nola says longtime viewer smitty uh, love the channel, boss. Just joined a, a dynasty, and I got the second pick. If Brees is there, um, let's see. Pick, pick if if Brees is taken, would you would you pick London or Walker with this news? This news is see, uh, that's why I'm afraid of even talking about it. This news isn't big though, you know. Like that, that's why I'm hesitant to even come out and get it hyped. Because I feel like people are going to take it wrong. And I feel like definitely people are taking it wrong. This news is nothing. He's got a little groin tightness and he's feeling better. You know what I mean? There's no... This right here is just the obvious right here. Pete Carroll saying he's a three down back. That's obvious. We already know that to be true. Don't go Don't go taking a player any higher than you have to. So my advice to you, Nola, if Brees Hall, Brees Hall is gone, trade up for him, first of all. Don't, don't let somebody else take Brees Hall to the dance. You know, take control of your destiny. You go talk to Brees. Don't let Brees come to you. Don't miss your opportunity. He's standing over there in the corner. No one's talking to him yet. You go over to Brees Hall. Okay? You're going to sit there and twiddle your thumbs and go, should I go? Should I go? And then someone's going to walk up right there and just put them on their team. Okay? Go take destiny into your own hands. Go get Brees Hall. Okay? You, you make them yours. Um... But Kenny Walker in round two, I don't know that his ADP's there yet. So I don't know that I'd push it. But who knows what this news does do? Because Nola, you're not wrong for being excited. And I'm definitely amping things up, right? But I think you need to be careful. Use ADP to your advantage. 
the pre-ranked list will guide you. If Kenny Walker's within four running backs of your when you're on the clock, then yeah, you might have to take him. If he's like seven running backs away and you're eight picks away from your next pick or ten picks away, you got to factor in all the wide receivers that are going to go quarterbacks. You got to play the ADP rank, pre-rank list to your advantage. Um. So, oh, second pick. I'm sorry, bro. This is second pick, isn't it? Not second round. So I got the second pick if Brees is taken. This is rookie. This is rookie, Nola. Yes, Kenneth Walker's been my number two overall rookie all offseason long. All offseason long. So definitely take Kenneth Walker number two. No question about it. My, my bad. I was going in a different direction. I thought you said second round of a dynasty startup or something. No. Kenneth Walker is locked into the 1.2, bro. Locked into the 1.2. There's no other 1.2 I want on my team. Kenneth Walker. But I would try and get Brees Hall, too. Yeah, AKA, I just noticed he meant the 1.2 in a rookie. I'm sorry. I gotcha. I gotcha. Ron Navy uh, dropped a super chat just a second ago. Ron Navy said, Puppies are no more. It's all filled up. No, Ron, I was going to do one right now. I wanted to do one more puppy draft. That's okay. We'll have to do a best ball mania um, three tonight, which is a $25 entry on underdog fantasy. But guess what? The prizes are to the moon up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit promo code Smitty link is pinned in the live chat link is in the description. Use promo code Smitty, get a match up to 100 buckaroos. Do it, do it live. Why is this volume continuously driving up? I don't know what's going on with that. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, oh, you know what? I know what it is. It's this right here. I think I needed to drag another song onto here. So hold on. Let me let me do that. That's what it is. There we go. We're back. I think that'll help fix that, that problem. Uh, Ramondre, Steven, uh, Ramondre Stevenson season after the James White news. I don't know that the James White news does. Like, look. It, it's between Damian Harris. You know, Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. There's a couple other rookies there that this guy, Bill Belichick, just loves to draft and load up on. So, I don't know. I believe it's probably going to be Ramondre Stevenson. And I regret, just to give you guys a little story of a mistake and misfortune and, and regret and looking backwards and mistakes that Smitty makes. I passed on Kenneth Walker because I tried to play the ADP game too long. And this is my cautionary tale. In one of my most important expert drafts with, where, where it's super flex, I got cute and I tried to take Ramondre and then take Kenneth Walker and I'm not like upset about it because I love Ramondre. Ramondre could be a top 10 running back. He really could. Ramondre could be a top 10 running back. He, he's definitely to the moon. moon capable for sure. But take your guy. Like when you get into the eighth round, seventh round, don't listen to anybody. You know, I, I love I love Ramondre. I'm not I, I probably won't even regret it. I think Ramondre could really ball out. But but, you know, I regret that move. I still think about it. I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm dreaming and I'm just like. Walker, you know, just totally, totally torn up um, because I really wanted him in that league. That was going to help me win that league. I, I firmly believe that. But I love Ramondre 
probably be okay at the end of the day. Um, okay, so we got the Kenneth Walker news out of the way. Appreciate you guys hanging tight. This was news from yesterday that I left in the corner. Um, this is from Adrian Peterson. He says, I caught myself a couple of times looking at him. I'm like, golly, this boy's thick. And those big quads, Adrian Peterson said about Najee. Add a boy. It's you heard it from Adrian Peterson. It's Najee season. We're here for it. We're here for it. Uh, this is good news. The Jets are giving offensive tackle, even though it's a it's a big contract. Okay, it's a lot of money, but they're in desperate need, and they they need to make sure they get this done. Du, uh, Dwayne Brown, a two year deal worth twenty two million per, sor- per per source. Look. They needed to do this. They needed to do this. He. Some people call him washed up. Some people say it's a lot of money, but this is a great move for the Jets. They they fill a void. Beckton being down. This is why I wasn't that worried. People were freaking out about Brees Hall's value, you know. But look at look at you know this this is pretty much solved. You know, do I like Beckton more? Yeah, but it's not that big of a deal at this point. I'm not even worried. I'm not even worried. Um, Deshaun Watson has process, uh, proposed accepting an eight-game suspension. I bet he has. I bet he has accepted this now. They talked about this when they were trying to arbitrate this thing behind closed doors, and the Watson side's like, we're not doing this. We're not doing 10 games. We're not doing eight games. Watson got greedy. Didn't even want to surrender any of his $230 million. Wanted not even an eight or a 10-game suspension. Now he's looking at a full year, maybe his entire career unraveling and what do they come to the table with? This is what they're trying to suggest. Deshaun Watson side in camp accepting an eight-game suspension and $5 million fine to avoid missing the entire season. The NFL has already made it very clear. Roger Goodell's made it very clear. Roger Goodell wants a full year. The NFL wants a full year. They're not going to settle for this. And $5 million of two thirty, probably a slap in the face. This is him getting greedy again. $5 million of $230 million. He should be donating... 20 or 30 million dollars to uh domestic violence or domestic abuse or assault domestic assault people and victims this guy should be donating 20 or 30 million dollars to that in some kind of attempt to to keep his his season going that's what he should have did 5 million of 230 million this guy's getting paid the biggest contract in the world guaranteed fully guaranteed to a degree there are some some vague uh verbiage in there for years three on but years one and two are untouchable. Uh, need 100 more likes in here, fellas. We got 69 uh, likes and 165 of you in the building. Uh, my guess, a lot of people are telling me Smitty, but he's playing. He's playing, Smitty. Um, he's playing on on Friday. I don't know that he is. I think there's a real good shot that the NFL says we're not having these optics out there where Watson runs onto the field and plays Hand the suspension down right now, Mr. Harvey, is Goodell's going to tell him. Because Goodell's in charge. Goodell's got the gavel now. Sue Robinson kind of had a little push, you know, a little little direction by Goodell. But she was very independent. That's why Roger Goodell set up this backwards puppet string situation. Because the NFL, I'm not defending the NFL and how they operate this stuff. They have this back uh, backdoor negotiation type situation arbitrator comes in and says six games 
then Goodell wants to make sure he has a, a back door. And if the NFL appeals it, it then comes back to Goodell. Now Sue Robinson's completely out of the picture. They're going to use some of her information. I like the way you wrote that up, Sue. I like the way you wrote up that, Sue. Oh, but we don't like six games. Get out of here, Sue. Okay, and, and that's bad, right? That's bad, bad. There's a bad spotlight on the NFL for circumventing Sue Robinson's six-game suspension because you put her in that position for a reason. But now, no one's happy. And now it goes to Goodell. Goodell came out and said the other day that the the actions were egregious and predatory behavior out of Deshaun Watson. That's the first time he's taken that hard of a stance and publicly called him out. And he's the one in charge now. Even though he appointed Harvey, his designee, he appointed a guy that's going to do exactly what he wants now. That's why he did it. He's separated, but he's going to say, Harvey, do this. To come out and telegraph egregious and also to telegraph predatory behavior that is clear as day a telegraphed pass by Goodell that he's handing down the one-year suspension and I could be wrong on this but I almost predict that Watson the news comes before Watson can even hit the field because of the optics that's my prediction I could be wrong the NFL is clearly unpredictable Roger Goodell is clearly unpredictable so who knows um somebody's saying that yeah there's a lot of towel jokes like maybe moving forward he'd use a bigger towel instead of the little tiny hand towel um thoughts on news of Pierce standing out in Houston I mean Pierce has stood out a lot overcome I like him a lot he's very very good there's no way the running backs ahead of him on the depth chart are holding him back. Like, he's a he's a monster. As long as he stays healthy, and rookies always have a risk of getting hurt, as long as he stays healthy, his pass should open up pretty easily. Um, let's see here. We're never getting these rookie running backs at lower prices. Yeah, all the news is kind of getting hyped up on the rookie running back class. Uh, will the federal appeal be only about money? And not about and not be able to affect the suspension. Look, there's a lot of things that could happen here, Robert. It's a good point to bring up. If Goodell or if Goodell hands down a year suspension, there's a lot of impact that that has. Number one, Watson's one million dollar salary this year, his sixty five million dollar bonus, which he's already got in his pocket in his bank account. Right, the one million dollar salary was going to be a salary this year because that way he's protected his sixty five million. Moving forward, each each year he gets paid a salary of sixty five sixty six million. That could be potentially subject, maybe through loopholes and vagueness and court whatever. Um, but it's his first two years are technically speaking protected fully. But that one million dollar salary moves into twenty twenty three. That means he doesn't get another dime in twenty twenty three of the sixty six million, which was set to be a salary for next year. That gets pushed into twenty twenty four. So there's a lot of big impact. The NFLPA will most certainly take this to federal court. The federal court could file an uh, 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 order, um, uh, uh, restraining order against the NFL that will allow Deshaun Watson to play week one. But we had Tony, the attorney, on yesterday, and Tony said that even if, let's say, in a, in a best-case scenario for the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson, they fu- that, let's say a one-year suspension is handed down by Goodell. One year. He's out. They take it to federal court. They file a restraining order against the NFL, allowing Deshaun Watson to temporarily play. 
He plays week one. He plays week two. That temporary restraining order will not last the entire season, uh, most likely. Uh, All the scenarios are different. So basically what Tony the Tiger had mentioned was then he'd be removed from the midway through the season. So like, let's say your, your best case scenario, if you're a Watson fan is even if they, they filed the restraining order, he'll play the first six games and then be out the remainder of the season, or he'll be out six games and play potentially some of that season. Uh, the rest of the season, it's kind of a big mess, but federal court could certainly throw a monkey wrench into this process. A lot of people think they know what they're talking about on this, but the bottom line is nobody knows what they're talking about. Uh, Linda, Linda, you've been here talking as if I'm wrong on this thing the whole time, but I've pretty much been spot on the entire way, Linda. Y'all keep at it. Michael Thomas, Smitty is wrong on this one. Oh, and Michael Thomas, I'm sorry, Linda. I thought you meant the the Watson thing. I swore you were in here on on this Watson thing too. Linda, I think I've only seen you here for the negative stuff though. Like, what do you like that I'm throwing onto the table here? Like, I'm wrong about Michael Thomas. Maybe I am. Linda, I'm not saying that I'm 100% accurate with everything I do, but what I do have is a particular set of skills, skills I've acquired over a long career, skills that make me a nightmare for other analysts that use just regular old predicting methods, Linda. And and I believe Michael Thomas is probably more likely to get hurt again given that he needs that explosion um, and cutting ability for his slant boy routines. That I don't know, I don't know that the odds are forever in your favor. But Linda, trust your gut. Don't listen to me. If your gut says Mike Thomas to the moon, well, you know, you you can take him there, and I will acknowledge you were correct if it happens. And I'm not saying it's impossible. So it's not like I'm not, not like I'm going to feel wrong, Linda. I'm not. I don't feel wrong at all. Mike Thomas ends up being pretty good. I won't feel wrong at all. I won't lose a wink of sleep. You know why? Because I'm playing the odds game, Linda. I'm playing the odds game. That's it. That's it. It's not about, am I 100% certain of any of these things, Linda? It's about, am I feeling like, potentially, there's a whole lot more risk drafting Mike Thomas than going over to St. Brown right across the street and going with the good old St. Brown to the moon. To the moon. To the moon men. The moon men. Dropping loads in outer space. St. Brown's going to explode. Linda, can we get an amen on the St. Brown, though? Are we on the same page there? I'd love to know what I'm hitting, though. There is There, Smitty goes again, worrying about injuries and trying to predict. You know, you know what I've noticed about you, Swaggy? You are one of the most negative people in here for the entire show. And at the end of the show, you circle back and butter me up. And you're like, Smitty, a great show. Smitty to the moon. And I forget all about it. So I'll see you at the end of the show, Swaggy. When we make up, but keep keep at it. <laughs> I swear, swag. I swear. Ask anybody in the chat. Constant negativity at the end. You're you're the you're the biggest show fan, and I appreciate that. I'm not like I'm not mad at you. I'm just making a comment. Like I literally look at a swaggy comment, and I I pretty much figure it's going to be against what I'm saying, which makes me wonder what you love so much about the show. But then at the end, you're like, great show, Smitty. Smitty to the moon. Love Smitty. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what kind of relationship this is, Swaggy. Uh, There, Linda likes St. Brown. There we go. Linda. Linda to the moon. Linda. I'll be wrong about Mike Thomas all day, Linda, if we could just lock in this St. Brown thing. I don't care about Mike. I care about about St. Brown shares at this point. 
MT going to round uh, going to round three after 150 yards and three TDs in a scrimmage today. This is Ryan. Uh, Ricky depends on scoring props. My bet is MT pushed up decent wide receiver two numbers, but I think Alave sneaks into and finishes as the wide receiver one. How about Kamara? And Ingram situation, I'm not going near Ingram as any kind of starter or, or counting on anything. I just uh, look, look, Kamara's playing the beginning part of the year unless a video gets leaked. Let me make it very, very, very clear. Kamara may play the entire year. Kamara may play and then get suspended at the end of the year if a trial does start. But let me make it very clear. Even if I feel like Kamara will play the entire season, I'm letting you know right now. If a video releases, and keep in mind Ray Rice's video leaked, that wasn't supposed to leak. Cream Hunt's video leaked, that wasn't supposed to leak. If the video gets leaked of Alvin Kamara in the elevator, knocking a man out with his buddies, all of them hitting him, and then kicking him while he's on the ground, then it's over. He's going to be put on the exempt list. There's no way the NFL is going to allow that. To, to, to linger out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, JR says, well, Smitty has a pretty good success rate on predicting injuries. Won me a championship by bailing on the guys at the right time. Look, I, I get it. It's not a fun business to predict injuries. A lot of people get mad at me. A lot of people feel like I'm, I'm too down on guys like Fournette and Barkley. And, and, but look, like, look what happened. If you, if you avoided Barkley last year at, number four overall, number eight overall, number you, you salvaged your chances of winning your league or being at least in contention, right? Uh, Derek Henry, you traded him by double digit weeks. You avoided catastrophe. Remember, remember that CMC running back one guy that came in here is like, you're going to, you're going to be wrong in front of everybody. Smitty talking up CMC or talking down to CMC. What was I, what was I doing? Beating a dead horse. As soon as Christian McCaffrey's back on the field, trade him. He looked great. Trade him. He's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. Trade Christian McCaffrey. Right now you can get a first round talent. Trade Christian McCaffrey. Smitty, you're going to be wrong. CMC running back one. CMC, Smitty, I'm going to be here every single day to rub it in your face, Smitty. Remember that guy? I forget what his name was. Russell or what was it? Russell or whatever his name was. What was his name? Came in here every day. I'm going to rub it in your face. I'm going to rub it in your face. And I just said, are you going to come back though? Like I could be wrong, but are you going to at least come back? You're in here rubbing it in my face that you're going to rub it in my face and you're going to vanish the moment CMC's injured. You won't show up here ever again. Dude never showed up again. Never showed up again. Predicting injuries is a tough business. It's not a popular business. It gets you the most negative comments. I get it. Uh, I'm not here to, to wish you know, injury upon anybody, but Penny, Leonard Fournette being older, coming in overweight, dropping all the weight, putting his body in a vulnerable state. Look, it's, it's just factual uh, uh, observation, information gathering, historical data, just, just being in this, this game for 20 years, knowing the likelihood of injury to Fournette is actually rather high, given that he's an injury prone player that just put his body through hell to get down to a certain weight, and now he's getting hit. You know? You look at a guy like Zeke. He's older. He had a knee issue last year. He's older. The likelihood of him getting hurt goes up. Now, will 
one of Fournette or Henry proved me wrong? Sure, but I don't even consider it proving me wrong. It's me evading injury where I can. It's me trying to avoid the odds game and not throwing $100 or $1,000 down on number four on a roulette wheel, even though there's a chance it could land. Odds are you follow the, the safer avenues, even when you take calculated risks with guys that don't have as many red flags, hence ETN. Love ETN. Brees Hall. The Jets, Smitty's a big risk. Yeah, these are one red flag at a time type of situations. It's not multiple red flags. When you can narrow down your concerns, your concern points, you can then invest with confidence without worrying so much about the one risky part of the player. Uh, James Conklin joined the YouTube memberships. Let's go. James, good buddy. Look at James dropping. Serious serious uh contributions alex cruz joined the youtube exclusive memberships i have a feeling i'm gonna do an ab workout right here here comes a run here comes a run i can feel it here it is steven talbert youtube exclusive gifted those memberships speak up so we can at least give you a standing ovation one time for the gift here comes another one here comes another one who is it who, who someone's in the backyard who? Hold on, we got an intruder. We got an intruder here. Let's see. Ziggy, show me the backyard. Sorry, I didn't find anything named backyard. Ziggy off. God, he's worthless. He's worthless. How would you draft in a one running back, two wide receiver, two flex PPR? If an intruder comes in here, I'm still I'm still doing the show. I'll I'll do what I got to do while we're live. We'll take care of it. Don't worry. Um. How would you draft in a one running back, two wide receiver, two flex PPR? I'd draft the best player available, Steven. There really is no answer to this question. There is no... <sighs> James is already a member. It probably today's your renewal day. Like, that's why that happened at a certain time. The renewals, you know, you guys are in and we're just... I don't know, we're, we're celebrating, I'm not sure. But if anybody wants to be a YouTube exclusive member... Um, let's go. Let me drop, let me drop the link in in the chat. Let me save this here. YouTube exclusive members, grab it. Let's go right there. Pinned in the chat. People still do this. People still listen to this dude says no ID. Uh, yeah, apparently bro. Apparently there are 150 people in here. that still enjoy the show. What is it about the show? You don't enjoy no ID. What is it that makes you feel this way? I'm just curious. Uh, James Conklin, appreciate you, buddy. Um, Okay, so back to this question for Talbert. Talbert, um, what I'm going to suggest to you, good buddy, is you take the best player available. You don't go in with any kind of plan of attack, my man. Don't go with any plan of attack. You take things as they come. Uh, if you're drafting, your draft slot matters, so I can't really just tell you what to do. I would, I'd need to know your draft slot. Do you know your draft slot? If you're drafting from the 8 or 7 pick, you're just hoping, you're just hoping that a guy like uh, Jamar Chase falls or Najee at 7 or 8. If you're drafting at 9 or 10, Swift is a great pick. Um, if you're drafting at 5, Javante in round 2 is a fantastic pick. I love Javante in round number two. 
Crazy World says we're going past 20K in 2022. I like the way Crazy World's talking. Crazy World's still listening to this guy. Crazy World's here for it. (laughs) Some people still listen to me, apparently. Uh, What's up, D-Town? D-Town in the house. Appreciate you. Thank you for that super chat, but I need to know your pick. You know, if you're picking at one... You're taking JT. You're picking at two. I'm probably taking if it's PPR or wide receiver. I'm taking JJ or Jamar Chase, bro. Smitty, way better than Fantasy Pros. Thank you, um, Quinn. I appreciate you. Devin in the house. What's up, Devin? Hey, Smitty, did you see my super chat? Scotty Hale. Let's go check it out, Scotty. I'm sorry if I missed one. Sometimes they slip by me. Scotty with a super chat. There we go. Scotty, I apologize. Scotty. I think it's the yard guy. The yard guy's back for one. Like I told you guys about the yard. Yard guy quit on me, but he left me in limbo for like two weeks. And so I was like, okay, the weeds are getting high. Weeds are getting high. I didn't do anything about it. Yard guy. Finally, I see him out there at 1230 at night doing the the yard, the yard across the street. And I'm like, bro, where have you been? My yard. He goes, yeah, um, bro, I quit your yard. Your yard's just too hard. Dude. So I told him, I'm like, look, I've let this thing grow like this high. At least you could do is come over and do one more job. I think that's the yard guy out in the backyard, in the front yard, doing some work. But this guy quit. I need a new yard guy. Smitty's going to have to become a yard guy now. Now I'm a yard guy all of a sudden. Like I don't have enough on my plate. Scotty Hale, the hard knock rocket. The hard knock, rock, hard knock rocket is real. I see St. Brown going in a lot of fifth rounds. Is he still a good price? In wide receiver, uh, three wide receiver leagues in the fifth round. Uh, I probably would say, bro, it depends. It totally depends, bro. It totally depends. I would say that that you've got to, um, you got to take it the flow as it comes. If he's on the pre rank list anywhere near your pick, then it makes sense, but I try and let him fall. Into round six. And if you won't fall to late six, I mean top of six. If you got to take him a late five, I'm okay with it if everything's flowing right. But I can't give you like a hard yes on this because what if you're leaving another town on the board that I wouldn't, you know? Like Joe Burrow. I'm taking Joe Burrow over St. Brown and I love both of them. They're both moon men for goodness sakes. Look at this list right here. The moon men. So, I mean, I, 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 it just depends, bro. It just depends. CMC went down. Uh, soon as CMC went down, he disappeared. Says Romario, you guys see my 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 rankings on on the the running backs on on Instagram. It's pretty funny. Oh, on YouTube, I put it on YouTube as well. Go check it out. Uh, thank you for the super chat, Terry in the building. My yard needs to take a lap. Take a lap. My yard guy needs to take a lap. Uh, sun God in the fifth is too rich for my blood, says Swaggy. Sun God is, is St. Brown, just for people that don't know. We need the last Mars man. So I don't know if you guys have seen who we added to the Mars list right here, but here's, here's a list of the Mars men. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. I'm not positive who's going to be on this list here. I mean, 
These are guys that could potentially be 100 thumbs up, by the way, 170 you watch and appreciate you. These five, these four guys, there's going to be five seats. Only five people are on the, on this mission to Mars. We may have a special guest in the window that's piloting the shuttle. Okay. And his name might rhyme with Turbert. Okay. That's probably the pilot. He already kind of went to Mars. He's kind of flown back to pick up these guys, but we got to add one more player to this list. Could be CD lamb. We're not sure. Okay, could be DeAndre. We don't know. We're not sure when we're dropping this update, but keep I'll keep you posted. Smitty, I have the 12th pick in a PPR. Would you take Swift and Javante back-to-back? Yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to that. I don't really care. Like, look, here's the deal, Anthony. Reaching is okay when you have to reach in a position of losing the player at the next pick, you know? Is it a reach to take Javante at 2.3? It kind of is right now. But am I going to do it? Yeah. I don't really care. He's a second drafted player. At some point, you want to try and trade down because Javante is going to go at the bottom of two right now. But at some point, you maybe want to trade down to try and try and you know get some value somewhere else. Not leave a lot of value on the table. But, I mean, honestly, I- I'm taking Jonathan, J- uh, Javante Williams anywhere as my second drafted player and I want I don't want to take him around one because I don't have to so you're, you're going to give me like Swift or Chase or JJ or Najee or whatever Swift is very attainable in the first round and then Javante in round two anywhere I don't care where it is you're not taking laps on this show not on my watch by taking Javante anywhere in round two <laughs> Javante to the moon to the moon we have one more piece of news, then we go to the voice messages. If I missed any super chats, please let me know. Please let me know. Um, and tell me who you think. Can we get a vote on who should be a Mars man? Can we get a little vote, broskies? Tell me who's going to Mars. Take Javante. I take Javante, right, Smitty? Um, East Coast Taddy, it depends where, but in the second round, anywhere in round two, two, East Coast Taddy, not in round one. East Coast Taddy, I'm a little scared you take him in round one, because... I know you get excited, and I, I love that about you, pal. I love that about you. I almost don't want you to change. I almost want you to stay the way you are, Taddy, because you're a supporter. But make sure you get patient. You're, you can be a very impatient drafter because you get so excited about the guys that we're pumping up here, and I, I appreciate that about you, Taddy, but you got to wait till round two. Round two, Taddy. Take advantage. Take advantage. Um, if I missed a question in there. Okay, so we got we got a Herbert vote. We got a CD vote. Herbert might be shuttling the, the, the mission anyway. Uh, Saquon, bro, to Mars? No, bro. Not to Mars, bro. Pittman, CPA likes Pittman. A lot of you guys like Pittman, but I'm, I'm probably, I'm just letting you know, I'm probably not sending him to Mars, but Lamb is going to Mars. I think it might be Lamb. It might be Lamb. Let's put, let's, you want to do it live? You want to do it live? He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. Let's see here. Mars men. Let's move Mars a little bit. I know this is a little unorthodox. We're we're moving planets around on the live stream, but we're gonna put Mr. CD Lamb on the shuttle. He's kind of fitting awkwardly. Maybe we move Jamar over a tiny bit. Jamar, can you please scoot over a little bit? Burrow, you're taking up a lot of space. Javante Hall, there we go. He's a little bit 
There we go. His shoulder's kind of awkward. We might have to redo this graphic. But there we go. CD Lamb, welcome, young man, to the Mars Men list. Lamb seasoned, lamb chops. He is officially a moon man. Let's change that color to the cowboy blue or right around a cowboy blue color. Let's punch it. Let's refresh it. Let's see what it looks like doing it live. I give you the 2022 five-man shuttle to Mars. Your Mars men. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars men. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. Boom. Boom. Mars men in full effect. Appreciate every single one of you helping me navigate that down to a five spot. Uh, Herbert probably shuttling the Mars mission. Maybe, 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 maybe we end up adding yet another person to the list. We'll have to find out. Catching the football not requirement for Mars wide receiver. Why is that? Are you talking about, is that a little shot at CeeDee Lamb? Is that your shot at CeeDee Lamb? He's shuttle to Mars. Mars man. I think that was a shot at our boy C.D. Lamb. I don't appreciate that. I think I think C.D. Lamb's going to prove you wrong, young man. But you do you. You do you. Uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, we'll, I'll update you more on that piece of news. Right here, this news right here, and then we're going to go to voicemails. This news right here is kind of interesting, guys, because there's some impact here I think people aren't talking about. Tom Brady uh, steps away for a bit. Now, this was planned. Um, do you want my honest opinion? I have a little bit of concern. Like a little bit of quiet, unstated concern. Concern I don't really want to mention out loud because it feels silly and you feel like, okay, people are going to th- take it and run with it. But a little bit of concern, this is deeper than just a moment or a planned step away. Brady's made mention of like, what is he doing? Why did he come back? Um, then there's other topics. Other people have come out and said that, you know, he could play longer. He could play, you know, he may just be one year or he may play longer. Um, Aaron Rodgers has talked about playing more than one year and playing one year at a time. We've we've seen this all over the place, but we have seen a report. Let me turn this. This yard guy's all over the place. He's he's flying around like a Mars man all over the backyard. Um, I I think uh, I think the bottom line is that it's concerning that Brady's stepping away right now. Look, this is his job. This whole family life life balance thing. I get it. Like everybody should have family life balance, but not in the middle of camp. This is concerning to me because you don't do this. You don't step away for family life balance in the middle of camp. That's not what an NFL player signs up for. So this is a little weird to me. It gives me a little caution to invest in anybody, Tampa Bay, you know, except for Rashad White. Rashad White. To the moon. We're, 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 we're investing in Rashad White no matter what because he costs almost nothing. But this is concerning. Does anybody not... Does anybody else not feel like this is a little odd? This is not in character for a player at Tom Brady's level. Uh, We don't know exactly what's going on, but somebody did confirm it's not health-related, that it is focusing on work-life balance, and it is essentially that and not something else. If it ends up being something else, then obviously if somebody's needing assistance or there's somebody with a health issue, or whatever, but that's been kind of shot down. We don't know if it's for sure been shot down. It's vaguely been shot down. That it's not some something medical. No, nothing's you know dire or anything. But he stepped away for work life balance in the middle of right when the preseason has already begun. 
Um, and here, here comes Swaggy again. Worry wart. Look, Swaggy, keep bringing the negativity and then come at the end of the show and, and give a thumbs up like you're, you're going to do. I swear, Swaggy, I don't see any positivity, though. That's the only difference. You know, it's like negative, negative, negative. Great show, Smitty. <laughs> great time. <laughs> a great. Everybody hit that thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? All show long. Smitty worry wart. Smitty predicting injury. Smitty this, Smitty that. End of the show. We'll see you later. Hey, Smitty. Everybody give a thumbs up. Great show, Smitty. Help your boy Smitty out. How am I not? How am I being a worry wart? How am I being a worry wart, bro? How am I being a worry wart? The guy stepped away in the middle of when he needs to keep things all firing and oiled up and keep the machine running. Keep the engine going. Keep it fully, fully lubricated and ready to rumble. And you're literally taking the engine off the field. Okay. So I, I'm not I'm not liking this at all. And it doesn't make me feel good about Godwin coming back and trying to get right. Doesn't make me feel good about Gage who's injured. Russell Gage is now injured. Doesn't make me feel good about Julio who needs to build this rapport. It doesn't make me feel good about Mike Evans who's always kind of a little bit of an injury you know, concern, right? And then now his quarterback's going to be missing for what? Till the 20th? That's like 10 days. Like, I don't, you don't take 10 days off right now. Tom Brady can, but you don't do it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And it worries me. Why is he not, what's going on in his headspace or what's going on at home to make him leave now? You could have done this last month or uh, two months ago when it wasn't as impacting. What's making you leave right now? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we need a a grumpy, swaggy shirt. I'm just saying, I got a little, a little bit of concern. There's something deeper going on here. And if not, I'm worried about why he would do this. Why he wouldn't say, this is my final year, you know, of doing this. And let me tell you something. His career is still going to be all over the place. He's going to be flying all, he's not going to go settle down at home and wash dishes anyway. It's not really that big of a change. His broadcasting career, everything he's going to be doing is going to be completely on the road too. He'll have a little bit more time, but he's going to be all over the place in the, in the, in the same in the same sense. He might be away, you know, more in some cases at times. I'm just not liking this. I feel like part of me feels like Aaron Rodgers could do it for one more year. Tom Brady might not. I'm feeling like this is his regret seeping in. This team isn't win. He can't win a Super Bowl with it. You know, this is not a Super Bowl contending team. I think he wanted to go to Miami. That got squashed. That was a Super Bowl contending scenario for him, even at his age. I think right now he fully regrets coming back. He full. You don't step away in the middle of August when you're the goat. You know what? You know how important August is, especially with new wide receivers engage in Julio, an injured coming back player in Godwin, a, a a player getting in shape, trying to to earn his keep in Fournette, and a new guy Rashad White, uh, ready to learn his keep. Losing Gronk, Gronk not coming back. Will Gronk come back? Who knows? Th- th- this doesn't happen. I'm I'm really worried about. Tom Brady falling off. I don't think I want to own Tom Brady in 2022. I don't think I want to own Tom Brady at all in 2022. I have a bad feeling here. I have a bad feeling. I could be wrong. He could have one more year left. 
Um, yeah, not I'm not going near Tom Brady. Not in 2022. Gronk was doing dishes with Giselle, says Mighty Buffoon. All right, let's take it to the voicemails. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma. All right, let's uh, let's hit these voicemails and, and let's do it live. Uh, Jerry Judy was last topic, so let me get that off the screen here. And let's fire it up. This is Terry Roberts. Hey, guys, it's Terry. Don't laugh or make fun of me. Ha, ha, ha. Hey, Smitty. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I mean, Terry, how can I not? What, what's going on here? Let's try this again. Okay, hey hold guys, on. It's Terry. Hold on, Terry. <laughs> okay, hold on. I gotta keep a straight face. All right, ready? Here we go. I won't laugh. Hey guys, it's Terry. Don't laugh. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's do this right. <laughs> Don't laugh. All right, we're ready. Hey guys, it's Terry. Don't laugh or make fun of me. Ha ha ha. Hey, Smitty, what is draft capital? I never really understood the term of it. Okay, I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm only laughing because the way you set that up. So draft capital, uh, think of it like this. Um, Draft capital is a player. You know, like a team giving up uh, 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 a, a pick. Draft capital is like, how much draft capital are you investing? How much value are you investing in a running back? So draft capital for Rashad White is low. Draft capital for a first or second round running back is high. So when we say something like Brees Hall has high draft capital, that means there's a lot of a lot of investment in Hall. Whereas you take a running back in round six, the draft capital, the amount of investment is low. So they're, they're kind of like, you're not going to, shove that player onto the field because you invested a lot. You know what I'm saying? So Brees Hall has so much draft capital, the team ain't giving up on him. The team's shoving him in the lineup. A player like Kenneth Walker has high draft capital, Terry. So Penny's going to have a tough time holding him back. Otherwise, why would the team have invested high draft capital in Kenneth Walker? So it's kind of like your investment, Terry. If we brought you onto the show here and we 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 signed you to a multi-trillion dollar deal... We would have so much dra- so much show capital in you that we couldn't get rid of you even if we were laughing. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you, Terry. Oh, and yes, guys, by the way, yesterday or the day before, we hit 12K. Way to go, guys. Let's 12. do this. 12, 12K. Where's we did hit 12K. We hit 12K. It is up here on the board. Appreciate all of you, Terry. Appreciate all you do. I only ask that question because you know Dallas tends to use one running back. Yes, sir. Uh, appreciate you, Terry. We're going to get to your other questions, too, from the Discord. Hey, Smitty, with James White retiring, how does this impact Rashad Stevenson? Because supposedly they signed another running back. Why can't they just use Rashad Stevenson uh, more? What's your opinions on the impact of James White retirement? You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. We need to let Stevenson fly. We need to let him soar. 
We need Stevenson to get on his horse and giddy up because Stevenson has top 10 to 12, top 8 to 15. It's a big range, okay? Don't get on me because I said something inside 10. It's a it's a big range. It's like 8 to, 8 to 15, call it. 8 to 15 potential upside. The big threat with Stevenson is very similar to the threat to like Eli Mitchell. It's situation, it's Bill Belichick, it's Kyle Shanahan. It's like, will the, the Patriots really start Stevenson for 17 games? Probably not. Probably not. Will he start eight games and take people to a championship? Very, very likely. This guy is a monster. I loved him last year. I came out and I said, look here, people. Look here. Looky here, reindeer. This guy, Ramondre Stevenson, is a monster. A special, absolute bruising back that rips off big, long touchdowns down the sideline. This guy's going to score three or four touchdowns, like untouched, breaking out, steamrolling over somebody, but untouched down the sideline. Down the sideline, not up the gut. This guy runs down the sideline for a living. Down the sideline like a wide receiver on his horse. Here he goes, Ramondre Stevenson for a 40-yard touchdown run. Taking it to the house, Stevenson, the monster, the man, the myth. Um, I got a I got a horrible trade offer. Somebody offered me, what was it? It was Julio Jones for Stevenson in a dynasty league. You are offered sex. You are offered sex. I mean, it's like some of these offers, especially when the news hits, like now you're going to get a Kenneth Walker offer. It's like, hey, Schmitty, will you, what will you get me for Ken? I'll take Kenneth Walker off your hands, even though you invested in him and you're waiting on him. Uh, how would you like uh, maybe uh, 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 Chase Edmonds, Smitty? You are offer sex. You are offer sex. I love these low ball offers. Unbelievable. Okay, uh, the Bruce, appreciate you. Another one. Hey, Smitty. We did a top 10 running back earlier. My question is, how come I can't consider Rashad White a top 10? Uh, like a top 10 uh, running back. All they really do is pass catching. Like a Rashad White. Could he still finish top 10 or no? Well, I mean, he's not in it. Like That's like saying... You know, it's like saying, I don't know. I can't even think of a better example than Rashad White's the top 10, right? Like, you can't say that yet until he gets the job, bro. You know, you can't do it until you're actually in a position to do it. He's not in a position to do it yet. Like, even me, a guy very excited. We've got him on the moon men list. The moon men dropping loads. He, he, he's, he's on the list, bro. Like, that's the best we can do at this point. We don't know when or if Rashad, uh, Leonard Fournette will get hurt or be so uh, uh, un- unseated in the wide res- in the in the PPR role, in the third down role. Look, we know that Tom Brady wasn't happy with where things were going from a pass-catching running back perspective. That's why they brought in Giovanni Bernard. That experiment didn't work. There's a report that came out this offseason that said that Leonard Fournette's always in the, not always, but a lot of the time, in the wrong place on a receiving route. He just diverts to do his own thing. Like, hey, Lenny, 
you're going to run this route right here. And he's like, no, nah, I like this way over here. But he just ends up somewhere entirely different. And it's not a mistake sometimes. It's him just trying to do something different. They're not happy with the way Leonard Fournette catches the football. There's a reason why he's only, he's been good at times in his career, but there's been other times where he's literally not a pass catcher at all. Like early on in Jacksonville, he didn't catch the ball. And they, they he did have a very good uh, re- reception season his way out of Jacksonville that season before he was a monster and then they got rid of him because he's a locker room cancer he's a disappointment maker and yeah sure he's been pretty good I don't know Aaron I I, I don't know I don't I'm not saying Brady's retiring again I don't want to cause that kind of like panic or suggest that I know something that I that, that I've heard something from a source I haven't this is all just completely in my gut like I'm a little worried it doesn't make sense why would the goat of all people take off right now for work family life balance like I'm not trying to rip on work family life balance if anything I need a little bit of more more of that in my life but my family knows on opening day or the week before the season I can't just all of a sudden be like this is the week I'm doing work life balance like I'll I'll take the hit and try and make it up to the family the next week or the weekend or whatever. You don't just take off the most important time in the off season. That tells me something's wrong. Something's wrong. Like it, it, it could be reported a family. They didn't want anybody to know, but if they said no medical, it's not a big, you know, medical issue or of any kind with a family member. No one's like in dire, you know, condition, but that could be a wrong report. It could be a, they maybe kind of wanted to hide what's really going on. And when it finally comes out, we're gonna be like, Oh, okay. You know, grandma was sick or something like totally understandable, but everything we know right now, it's been shot down that it's a medical issue of any kind for anybody. So we don't really know what it is other than it's been defined as a work family life balance situation. There's no room for that in the middle of August. I'm sorry, you're an NFL player, and if anybody knows that, it's Tom Brady. So to answer the question, is he retiring again? I don't know, Aaron. I couldn't tell you the answer is no. I couldn't tell you I know anything, but I'm certainly feeling like this is pretty crazy. The Bruce. Hey, Smitty. My question is about Hayden Hurst. Uh, He's a late-round tight end. He plays with Joe Burrow. Do you think he's a better value than, let's say, a Gerald Everett, or are they about the same? And do you think they are a good investment as a late round two tight end? Late round two, you mean late second tight end for your team? Yeah, I think Hurst and, and Everett feel about the same. That's a good good comparison. Great quarterbacks, great situation, maybe unclear workload, right? We don't know if Hurst is going to get all the volume as the the tight end option. If he is, then he's a great investment. Yeah. Uh, Everett, we we don't know. Um, Everett, we don't know. I think Everett is probably like uh, a little bit more intriguing. But then again, what about Parham? So, I don't know, bro. Saints winning the NFC South. Birdfinger to Tom Brady, says Linda. Linda's coming strong today. You don't want to be on Linda's bad side. Linda, Linda, t- Linda's coming for Tom Brady. I, Linda, maybe he doesn't play. Who knows? This is weird to me. This is really weird to me. I don't know what's going on with Tom Brady. Terry. Hey, Smitty. On the <laughs> fantasyfootballshow.com, you have uh, Ezekiel Elliott right above Kenneth Walker. 
in the redraft. Why is that? I mean, he's right above him, too. Yeah, I mean... If Kenneth Walker has a lot more upside than Ezekiel does, don't you think uh, Kenneth Walker should be uh, higher than Elliot? It's a great question, and it's something that you struggle with from a rankings perspective, and let me explain why. If I was to rank how I think the players are going to finish, you would have... Javante number two overall. I can't rank Javante number two overall because people take those rankings and, and essentially draft with them. So I have to rank in the context and confines of trying to identify sleepers and players that should be higher than normal on rankings, but also make sure I curb them enough to let the bull predictions, the articles, the written content support why their values where I have them slotted. So it is a great question. And the answer is you can't put Kenneth Walker in the top five to 10 for rankings or people will go out there and draft him in the top five to 10. We must slot him appropriately. We must draft him appropriately. I must put him a little higher than where I think his ADP is to to make sure that people don't overlook him on draft day. But there's a certain cap and limit. It's a it's a tough balance. It's massaging the rankings in a way that feels like it's enough of a, hey, look at how high I've got him. But at the same time, people, you can't rank Javante number two. Javante, if you look at Javante, Terry, I like Javante as a two or three. But I don't have him at two or three. And sometimes I will get a little bolder and put a guy up way higher than I probably should. And sometimes I back it off. And my content will explain where to draft him. So, Terry, it's a great question. A lot of people do have it. It's a catch-22. It's a catch-22 to where, like, you could rank someone ultra-high and it backfires and that people don't understand to draft him at the value. If I put Kenny Walker at number 8, because I think he could be 8 to 10, and somebody goes out, and more people go out and draft him at 8, not understanding to use the ADP rank to your advantage. Use the pre-rank list to your advantage. If I tell you Kenneth Walker is the best player on the board, but he's the 10th ranked running back, which means you folk, you factor in wide receivers, a quarterback or two, a tight end or two, and then all those running backs, he's going to last to the next round. So you can't draft him. You can't overdraft players. Russian collusion. Smitty, who is the better receiving back between Hall and Walker? It's probably going to be Hall out of the gate because we don't know how good Walker can be, but I'm pretty confident they will be equals in the PPR department. These will both be top five to seven, maybe even top one to seven PPR monsters at the next level. I truly believe that, and people can laugh at me because of history in the in in the college football game with some of these guys and what they've seen on the field but you have to take into context everything and I'll override some numbers when I know that the talent is there when the combine shows both of them can catch the football when their skill sets actually mirror all the skill sets you want for a good PPR back at the NFL level you have to overlook whether they were throwing the football or not in their scheme in college. And I completely, I'm going to overlook and bypass what we saw in college for both running backs. I think Brees Hall is the better bet early because he's probably more locked into getting some of the third down work, but Michael Carter could steal a lot of it too. If Penny went down, let's say with an injury, which is extremely likely, then Kenneth Walker is going to absorb everything right away and he'll be the better PPR back. So it's situation dependent. They're both going to be monsters. Let's call them equal. Call them equal for the future. And I'm not talking about okay PPR guys. We're talking about top five 
at least top four to seven, let's call it. Let's be a little cautious. Top four to seven PPR potential running backs, Walker and Hall. Let the doubters doubt. Let the haters hate on Kenny Walker. He'll be fine. Adam. Javante over Fournette. Yes, Adam. Javante over Fournette. Javante is a steal in the second round. Appreciate you, Adam. Voicemail group number two. Kevin. Smitty! Kevin! Um, just was uh, thinking about Kareem Hunt today. Where do you stand on actually with trading for Kareem Hunt? What if the Browns get in a position to where they're losing games, they don't have Watson, they're just trying to preserve the people that they're bringing back. They're not going to resign Hunt for a contract. So they just let him just run, 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 run. You think Hunt is going to hold out, or would he take that opportunity? Uh, it, like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Django, where he says, Fellas, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, so, it could play out so many different ways. I think he'd be dumb to not use an opportunity to showcase his talent because his shelf life is short, right? So he's not going to, like, not take advantage and grab a hold of whatever he can. He's in a showcase to be traded. He's in a showcase to try and get a, an extension. Like, in his mind, it, everything's possible, right? We know the confines of a running back his age with his mileage. Not very good long-term prospects, but anything can happen all it takes is one team and one coach to give somebody a contract or a trade that they shouldn't give. And, you know, Kamara gets, let's say, video drops of Kamara. So many variables. Let's say the video drops of Kamara and he's done. Okay, because Kamara's probably going to play. But if the video got leaked, Ray Rice's video got leaked, Kareem Hunt's video got leaked. Ironically, Kareem Hunt would be the guy going to replace Kamara. If the video leaked on Kamara, he'd be done. The NFL would put him on the paid leave at least. That's not even punishment. That's considered... Go take care of your business, and once it plays out, we're going to suspend you. But it's paid leave if the video leaks. Then would a team like the Saints trade for Kareem Hunt? Sure. Like, there's so many variables. I Honestly, I feel like Nick Chubb is in a world of, of hurt because he's going to be facing eight-man fronts and more box counts than normal because Deshaun Watson's probably going to miss the entire season or at least double-digit games in a best-case scenario for him. Uh, and I don't think he plays Friday, but we'll see. We'll see if the NFL actually holds off in this announcement. I think they announce it tonight or tomorrow to, to avoid him playing. So I, I think they need to let the Browns know as fast as possible. Not that a preseason game is that big of a deal, but they, they probably will. It could happen tonight. We could get the announcement right now. In fact, I should be I should be refreshing Twitter right now. See if I, I got any alerts. What do I got? Any breaking news? Uh, Tom Brady, No. Tom Brady, it's all about Tom Brady. Look, I, I don't know if people are, because I've been live, I don't know if people are talking negatively about Tom Brady right now, kind of the way I am. And I'm not talking negative as a person or anything like that. I'm talking negative in this context of, of the 2022 season and what I, what's in store for the Bucks with Tom Brady sitting out for like 10 days during the most important, vital time of building co- uh, cohesion. Like, this is a disaster. This is a disaster. This is not going to end well. This is not going to make Tom Brady and the Bucks play better. Tom Brady can't win a Super Bowl with this team, in my opinion, and you do this. Um, no, LG. I'm not going to say that. What's up with Tom? I don't know. What is Tom saying? What's Tom saying? It's been six months since Kamara's arrest, Smitty. The video would have been leaked by now. Not true, Aaron. That's 
Aaron does thousand some percent doesn't even make sense. The, the video could leak at any moment. It's depending on who leaks it, bro. <laughs> there's not a there's not a time frame to where somebody's gonna do something like that. Video could get leaked at any moment. The the the, the other videos got leaked maybe by design in terms of the the case and and what what you know different social media time maybe it's being held off maybe somebody is going to get their hands on it later that shouldn't get their hands on it that, that makes no sense at all it could leak at any moment any time it's not like there's a set time frame oh if a video leaks it leaks now it gets leaked illegally it can't be leaked we had tony the attorney on said that this is not supposed to be leaked there's no like public access to it so whoever leaks it decides to leak it when they want to leak it and whoever is kind of person that's gonna leak it we don't know when they're gonna get their hands on it so most certainly could get leaked bro could get leaked in week five it could get leaked at any point it might not get leaked at all but there's no there's no rhyme or reason to that maybe bray took his kids to six flags and took a vacation doesn't matter snake eyes it's the worst possible time to do it if he needs to do that right now in august when he's about to retire after next year and hang it up and he can't wait then he probably should have come back and i think that's what he's thinking i should have come back he's valuing family life which is fine but he's an nfl athlete you got to prioritize it he's valuing if let's say he's in six flags right now bro which would be the worst photo in the world for for him to have taken of him <laughs> imagine that <laughs> tom brady with a uh, six flags hat on or something uh, this is the wrong time to do it. You're proving that your head's not in it. You're not feeling like you made the right decision. He's committed to it. He can't do that to the Bucks. Can't back. He's probably thinking about backing. I don't know. This feels a lot of this crazy. Uh, I just don't think Hall is as talented as Dobbins or Walker as runners, but he's still a good back. Um, I like Dobbins talent-wise, but Dobbins is on a, a track to, I think, be... Irre- irrelevant but that's me anything's possible Dobbins has a lot of skills so we'll see haha ha. never ever you are the real one appreciate you L Jimmy G to Tampa Bay if if Aaron if Brady retired that could be a possibility Aaron but I don't think this I don't think Tom Brady's retiring there's nothing to suggest it I'm just telling you I wouldn't rule it out because this is weird you know it's weird. It's strange. It doesn't. It doesn't jive with the way Tom Brady operates at all, unless there's something about like a, a family member that he has to spend time with, and and they've shot down that it's a medical concern of any kind because they wanted to define it a certain way. Then it makes sense, right? But it doesn't sound like it's that. So JJ over Cup this year, I think so. But you could definitely argue it. You can definitely argue it. Problem with this Jimmy G thing is that he's probably going to be released before we would know any of that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Smitty is the GOAT. Thank you. Appreciate you, hero. Brady just old, doesn't want to go through all the training camp. Yeah, but he needs to, and his head's not in the game. They're not going to win it. They're not going to be a, a, a contender at all if he's not going to take it seriously during this time. Smitty, what do you think future Andy. Hall of Famer Alan Lazard's ceiling is? Uh, Alan Lazard's ceiling is probably 1,100 yards and 7 to nine touchdowns which is a pretty darn good year that's a wide receiver three very easily i'll say six to nine it could be a you know wide range but i think lazard's got upside i think dubs is pretty good i like dubs by midseason on uh dubs or watson one of the two is going to be balling out i think from midseason on so i think lazard could there could be a shift in a change in in power there 
All right, broskies, that is all she wrote for today. Appreciate every single one of you. I am live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. And whenever news breaks, that means if Deshaun Watson news breaks tonight that they're suspending him for the entire season, I will be back to do a live stream. I want you to sit there and go, But Smitty, what if news breaks? I'll be live. But Smitty, what if it's midnight? As long as I'm up and know about it, I'll be live. Smitty, what if it's 7 or 8 a.m.? If I know about it and I'm up, I'll be in my bathrobe breaking news. So, Smitty, are you saying if news breaks, you're live? That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm also saying get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get your one-on-one text advice membership, your bold predictions, your trade calculator, your articles, all your rankings, redraft, dynasty, best in each round rankings that I've just added. Terry, how do you like those? And get on over to Underdog Fantasy. Link is pinned in the live, or not anymore. Link is in the description. Underdog Fantasy, play today. Go do it. Promo code Smitty. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. And tonight, I'll be live. Tonight, I will be live. We're doing mock drafts. I think the puppy drafts um, are over. So, uh, we'll have to do a, a Best Ball Mania 3, which are still cheap. They're still good. $25 entries. And the prizes are insane. $2 million to first place, $1 million to second place. I think anywhere between like four up to 470th place gets a grand. You get a grand. What does that mean? Hey, Ma, I finished 470th place on the underdog Best Ball Media 3. That sucks, son. My son sucks at fantasy football. But, Mom, that pays $1,000 to finish 470th. My son's a genius. That's a lot of meatloaf, Ma. Get to it. $1,000. Best Ball Mania 3. Go play it. Underdog will match up to $100 in your first deposit. See you tonight. Show has been extended by Russian collusion for two minutes. Russian, appreciate you extending the show. Good buddy. Uh, anybody that drops a $5 super chat or more extends the show for two minutes. So Russian collusion extending the show. Todd Bowles, Tom Brady won't return until after his second preseason game. Yeah, we definitely know he's out at like the 10 days. And that's what gives me the concern, bro. That's what gives me the concern. That's what makes me feel like this is not a good situation. This is a bad situation for for Mike Evans. It's a bad situation for everybody. Guys, don't leave during the credits because you never know when someone's going to extend the show with a five spot. You know what I'm saying? Anthony says, CD Newts. Mike Davis scored a TD. Let's pull up those stats. Let's pull up those stats. Appreciate everybody being in here. Uh, New England. It looks like uh, in one minute. Barkley four for thirteen, uh, rushing four for thirteen. That's three point three a carry. Not a big deal, but just you know, seeing seeing their stats. One catch for eight yards. Uh, let's 
let's see, J.J. Taylor, nothing else of note there. Going over to the Tennessee uh, Baltimore game, we've got uh, Mike Davis, five carries for 22 yards and a touchdown. That's 4.4 a pop. That's it. No other stats to report on. Guys, thefantasyfootballshow.com. TheFantasyFootballShow.com Get your lifetime membership Get your text advice Your one-on-one text advice On demand with me This phone I carry around Two phones This is Miss Smitty Get milk Hey Smitty Do I make this trade? I got two phones Constantly at TheFantasyFootballShow.com Goodbye Go do it Go do it live Peace out We're mock drafting tonight, guys. Mock drafting tonight. We're mock drafting tonight. Get some. I'll be there. You'll be there. Your grandmas will be there. It'll be a good time. We're all going to be mock drafting tonight. See you all tonight. Thank you, Collusion. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. See you all later tonight. Take a lap, take a lap, take a lap, take a lap. Forget land. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed.